Welcome to the Unqualified and Unafraid podcast. My name is Jess and I'm a film student and creative here to talk about things I'm not qualified to talk about. It's been over a month since the last episode. Um, The podcast kind of got put on the back burner while life and uni got pretty busy, but it's basically summer break, so I'm hoping to be a little bit more consistent. This episode is a bit different in structure because the recording I'm going to play you was actually an interview I did for a uni assignment where we made a 90 second documentary about the cottagecore aesthetic. If you want to watch that, you can head to my Instagram at Creative, and if it's not there now, it should be up soon. We had to cut a lot of the interview out, so that is why I wanted to share all of it here so that it wouldn't go to waste. For those of you who are unfamiliar with cottagecore, it's an incredibly popular internet aesthetic that emphasises vintage flowy pieces and a DIY lifestyle with an appreciation of nature. I'm chatting with cottagecore Instagram blogger Audrey who runs her account at tenderheartlamb as well as a vintage and handmade shop at Petite New Boutique. I've followed her for a really long time and her content is so beautiful every time she posts. I'm basically in awe so I'm very lucky that she could chat to me over zoom all the way from quebec please enjoy hi i'm audrey um on instagram and tender heart lamb i post a lot of lifestyle just day-to-day things that um make me happy that i enjoy and i think others might enjoy too i also post a lot of um photography that i usually make with my partner because he's a photographer so i share a bit of that And I also have a little Instagram for um, my little Etsy shop where I sell um, handmade and vintage items. Um, And I guess both of them you could um, put into the whole cottagecore um, aesthetic on social media. Awesome. And how would you describe the true essence of the cottagecore aesthetic? It's about living a simple, kind and meaningful life. And what are some popular features of the style? Yeah, there's some, definitely some um, key aspects that I've noticed a lot, especially on social media. Um, we see a lot of straw hats, um, puffy sleeves, long flurry skirts, Peter Pan colours, and um, a lot of layering, not, uh, neutral colours that I've noticed. And would you say that there's a particular era that Cottagecore is inspired by? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Like um, the 1800s, like a lot about the little house on the prairie kind of aesthetic. Do you think that cottagecore is limited to just fashion? Um, definitely not. I definitely do not think that cottagecore limit- is limited to fashion. I think it started more as a community and the whole aesthetic side of it um, was added on as it grew popularity on social media. What are some like features of it that you would say are not to do with fashion? For example, we see a lot of like baking as an aspect of it. Yeah, um, I think um, cottagecore could also just be seen as a lifestyle. It's got a lot to do about um, simple life, picking up like um, hobbies, like um, embroidery and like baking, like you've talked about gardening and all of those little things that we might have left um, while growing up. What do you think are the ways that you um, insert the cottagecore lifestyle into your own life? I definitely do a lot of all the cottagecore related activities that we see on social media. Um, I spend my time um, embroidering a lot. I 
spend afternoons in antique shops and because obviously I resell um, some vintage um, items. I like, um, I'm actually studying fashion design so I love um, sewing. Um, I've been trying to bake a lot more and I love spending time outside in the forest and just being in nature. Why do you think this style is becoming so popular right now? I think um, this style is becoming more and more popular is because the world experiences um, more and more unusual and stressful events. Um, I think people are drawn to familiar things that bring them a sense of belonging. So romanticizing a simple life is comforting. And obviously, I think the pandemic uh, had a big part in that. It's ironic because Cottagecore seems to kind of reject technology, but at the same time, yeah. it's on. It's an online aesthetic. How would you, yes. what, are your, what, are you what are your thoughts on this? I guess you could say that um, as long as humans have been, um, we've been trying to escape so, like any form of like stressful events or whatever's been going on either like if it was like reading or like watching movies and stuff like that and I think um cottagecore on social media Instagram all of those have been kind of like a safe space for people to go back to when obviously there's been stressful things with like the pandemic and like politics and stuff like that and when someone just wants to stop thinking about those things for a little moment they can just log on on Instagram and see those like calming images of pies and kittens and meadows so um yeah but at the same time it's quite ironic because we're looking at pictures of meadows looking at pictures of mushrooms but not actually going outside and trying to escape while actually doing like hiking or I don't know taking walks it's I guess the easy way to just pick up your phone and instantly feel a bit calmer yeah that's so interesting how much of cottagecore do you believe is an online facade it's a bit sad I think quite a lot of it because obviously not everyone lives on a farm and not everyone enjoys spending hours in a forest and that's okay but as like now an aesthetic on social media where a lot of like younger people are, people want to fit in with a certain group and it's so easy to um, control what people see of you on social media. Like you'd meet them in real life and they would be totally different. And I've also noticed um, that's very hard to find original accounts who post their own content. Like, for example, when you browse the hashtag Cottagecore or all the other ones that are like linked to it. I feel like most accounts related to Cottagecore are like Pinterest boards, like just sharing like inspiration and stuff. Yeah. And like we've talked about before, I find that a bit ironic in a way because Cottagecore like promotes authenticity, uh, authenticity and outdoor living and stuff like that but that's been like curating a feed on the internet yeah yeah that's so interesting and your account is awesome because i'm assuming it's all your own photos and photos that your boyfriend's taken of you so. yeah it's definitely i just i don't know i think like i think it's okay to repost like other inspiration and stuff but credit especially in a world where creators in a world of social media just get the content um, misused and stolen constantly. It's super important to just credit creators. 
So yeah, it's been very important, especially since, yeah, like my account's grown into quite big, but it's still, I still post a lot of personal stuff on there. Like, you know, my fiance, my cat, like my family. So it's always like strange when someone takes that away from you and like uses it. And it's like, uh, that's my bedroom. Like, yeah, I don't know. That is weird. What exactly draws you personally to this style? Or maybe what originally drew you to this style? I think it would go back to like my childhood. I've always, I was a very um, like quiet and in my corner like reading type of kid. Always like been very into fairy tales. I think a big part of like the cottagecore lifestyle, less the aesthetic, is more about um, living sustainably and like, you know, going to the farmer's market to know who like you're giving your money to to who you're encouraging and um you know sourcing secondhand clothes and stuff like that so that's a big part of what draws me to this type of lifestyle because um it's just more um intentional with whatever you're doing and um also i like the part that's just working hard for i don't know i feel like because it promotes like knitting and I don't know, baking and doing things your own way, like growing your own veggies. It just encourages people to um, work for what they want. And um, it goes a bit against like the fast fashion and just like the one click away from getting whatever you want type of society that we've become because everything is so easy. Totally. You know, it's interesting within sustainable fashion, there's kind of always been one aesthetic, which is like sustainable basics. But now yes. we have cottagecore, which also is seen as a sustainable aesthetic, but it's so different because it is kind of... Diver yeah, diverse. You can, you can still have, like, a personal style and, like, I don't know, like, freaking, like, 50 pieces in your wardrobe, but still be sustainable when, at first, the options and, like, the mindset was so limited that I was like, oh, I buy one sustainable T-shirt and that's, like, $80 gone mm. and, like, that's that and I have... It kind of, I feel like it kind of went with like minimalism, yeah. if that makes sense, a little bit. Yeah. And now it's growing a bit more out of that when you see like those cottagecore pictures and it's full of antiques and just the house is full of stuff. So, yeah. Because not everyone who wants to be sustainable is going to enjoy a minimalist style. And Yeah, 100%. I say I really not minimalist. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. Like we talked about like on fashion and stuff, it's so like layered and like embroidery and so many details. And I think that's where like the fairy tale aspect of it and like the sustainable one like meet because yeah. you can mix both. Totally. Why do you like being a part of the cottage court community? The thing I like the most about it is just being able to find like-minded people and just be able to like converse and discuss about I don't know things that interest me that might not interest people around me so it's like I've made a lot of online friends through all of this so it's really nice to be able to have conversations that I wouldn't be able to have without having this internet community. Yeah. I hope you can somehow like put all <laughs> this together like a weird Frankenstein like <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you for thinking of me. Oh, that's okay. You're my favourite cottage core account. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I can't even remember how I started following you. I don't know. I was trying to, because you were already in my messages and I was like, yeah. I remember you. Yeah. 
I really like your account. Thank you. That's very sweet. Instagram has been so bad lately, so it's nice to hear that. Actually, my Instagram, like, randomly updated and the whole interface, like, changed. Did that happen? No. Oh, no. Oh, it makes no sense, though. I feel like having them in the explore, like, just made sense because it was, like, kind of a folder with all the weird shit. <laughs> For all the but now oh, every time no. I want to check on my likes and notifications, I keep pressing shop accidentally. Yeah. Where you have to go now? Yeah, you have to press on your profile and then press the, in the corner. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I guess they're still trying to be like, oh, we care about mental health, so we're, like, hiding away likes. <laughs> yeah, but instead they're putting shop. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I've talked to a lot of like creators, like photographers or like whatever. And um, since they brought out like the Reels um, update, they've even like lowered everyone's engagement. So like no one, literally like 2% of your followers see your posts. It's it's just like it gets to the point like that you don't want to share things anymore because you're like, well, like my friends... Yeah, exactly. But also it's like my friends and stuff are not going to see it. Like why, why do I bother? Because they really want to push like sponsored, like people paying for, imagine like paying for you to, for like a picture of your cat. Like I don't, I don't understand how they think that's going to work, but. (gasps) For my podcast account, I've been trying to post like little reels of like the snippets of the podcast because I heard that they're, like, because it's a new feature, they're, like, going to prioritize yeah. reels. So. Yeah, I've heard that too. Like, but then it's, like, with my main creative account, I don't want to, like, put reels on there. Like, that's not what I want it for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like, I don't know, like, they are pushing, like, creators, but it's very specific, like, TikTok. Yeah, it's, like, people that came into <laughs> It's like the, the TikTok people are invading Instagram and it's like, what about the what about the actual people on Instagram where they have like built a career out of your platform? Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like, because, you know, originally Instagram was like literally an app just for photographers. Yeah. So I feel they're losing that so much because mm. it's the main, you know, people don't use Flickr anymore. Like, you, <laughs> feel like Instagram is just the main place for photographers to like, get their work out there or any creatives really whether you like film or whatever so like pushing those like weird sketch videos tiktok people make it's just yeah yeah they i just feel like instagram should come out with like a separate app or something that can replace tiktok like because Mm -hmm. I, i think tiktok is like getting banned really i saw that in the u.s but then i saw that trump made a deal with like walmart or something that they were gonna give him money to like keep to it's oh. <laughs> That's so just weird. so confused about America, but yeah. Well, I don't know if they're gonna ban it in Australia, but I I have a feeling. Well, I think they should. Like, I personally think that they should. Yeah, me too. Me too. This is a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we need uh, people. <laughs> and I just feel like Instagram is trying to like become. Facebook and TikTok and Snapchat and everything. People always get so confused because I have like, I have three accounts, like my personal Mm. account, my podcast account, and then my like business account. 
but mm-hmm. I always feel like that my Instagram has like no direction because all of my friends say that they get like confused about why do you have so many accounts and it's like they're all different but... yeah no I have as many as you are have because like I, I don't know at first I was like I don't want I'll just have like one account but then it gets to a point that especially with your business account it's like I still want to share because obviously I, I don't know about you but I don't use Facebook mm. that much but like my private account is like what I would share with like my family and like close friends and stuff like that so it's not things that you want on you like doesn't belong on your business like yeah like if I yeah it doesn't make sense picture taken of me at a party or something I'm not going to put yeah. that on my public account because that's the account that I use to like promote my like your work your like, yeah and everything like yeah yeah good job you did great (laughs) I did not I think it was really good so thank you so much well that brings us to the end of the conversation thank you so much to Audrey for being a part of our documentary and letting me upload this more raw version of our conversation sorry about the quality obviously when we were recording it I wasn't intending to leave my voice in um for the documentary but I still wanted to upload it here because I thought we talked about some pretty interesting things and I didn't want to waste the interview and I just wanted to share Audrey's words and what she does. Please go and support her work on her Instagram at tenderheartlamb and if you're interested in vintage and handmade fashion she sells some amazing pieces over on at Petite Avenue Boutique. I believe I am probably saying that wrong, but we're just going to move past it. I'll have her links below so you can look her up on Instagram. I understand that this episode was a bit dodgy, but if you did enjoy it, please leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it is one of the few ways I can tell if people are engaging with the podcast. To keep up with the podcast, you can follow it on Instagram at you and you underscore podcast, as well as on Facebook. If you enjoyed, please share it with your mates and I'm looking forward to sharing more insightful conversations with creative people. Thanks for listening.